Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Namaste and welcome to your practice of yoga off the mat. This is Alec Vishal Rubin here to welcome you to the Yoga Revealed podcast. Today we have the opportunity to hear from two entrepreneurs and dedicated yogis, Jerry and Nicole Weinholt, Yoga Pod Studio franchise founders. We talk about the challenges and the opportunities that come with running a business in the yoga industry. There's no giving up. It's just you can't give up. And especially because we love it so much and we love our students so much and we love our community so much and we love yoga so much Mm -hmm. that it's like we're just doing, we're putting it out there. We're doing everything we can. Just come and join us. And and so, yeah, we're just so super passionate about that and about, as Jerry mentioned, the people that we surround ourselves with the people in our team mm-hmm. too well the big thing that drives us is this whole passion secret thing and we we love enlivening the passion of people and, and helping them and leading them to understand you know their calling and um and compelling them to accomplish it if you're in the business of yoga in any way then this is the interview for you learn the fundamentals of how to become successful and stay in the integrity that yoga offers us your passion can become your profession. Find out how on this episode of the Yoga Revealed Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to Yoga Revealed Podcast. This is Alec, and I hope you're having an amazing day. I'm here in beautiful Boulder, Colorado, in the lovely home of Yoga Pod franchise founders, Jerry and Nicole Weinholt. Jerry, Nicole, thank you so much for inviting me into your beautiful home and revealing to us how you created and found this beautiful experience of yoga pod and how yoga was revealed to you. Thank you, Alec. It's great to be here with you. Thank you for considering us for this podcast. It's really an honor. Absolutely, Alec. It's great to be in your presence anytime. <laughs> so it's especially uh, good to have you here in our home, man. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. you for investing in time with us. Uh, yeah. I, I appreciate you guys always so much. You guys are always so enthusiastic mm. every time I see you. And <laughs> it, it is just... Uh, it just 
brings so much light into our community. So I speak for our community when we say we love you. Oh, man. So Thank much. you, man. Thank we you. appreciate that. That means Thank a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. So, you know, we like to start the podcast <laughs> off with just a little synopsis uh, of who you are for maybe for our listeners who have no idea what Yoga Pod is, mm-hmm. where that whole thing came from, and how yoga found you guys. Yeah. So Yoga Pod is um, a beautiful three-room studio in Boulder, Colorado. And we are fortunate to have an amazing um, group of, of teachers. We have about 55 teachers on our schedule, Alec being one of them. Yes, <laughs> so we're indeed. very blessed to have yes, you on indeed. our schedule. And, and a robust schedule of 90 plus classes a week. Um, beautiful studio that has an amazing view of the Flatirons. I'm very blessed to be in this community, in this yoga community, because it's a very, um, it's a very important thing. Yoga is a very important thing in Boulder and with the community of, of, of residents here. So we're very blessed to have a very successful, um, thriving, bustling studio here. So. And it's a result of a vision that Nicole and I articulated about 11 years ago now. And mm-hmm. When I first met Nicole, um, which was about 11 years ago, mm-hmm. um, I was just getting into yoga, and what was attractive to me about yoga was the lifestyle. It was, it was the mindfulness. And I grew up with eight brothers and five sisters, so I'm the thirteenth of fourteen children, <laughs> oh right? So gosh. I grew up in, a, and my parents were amazing, but it, and we, but I grew up in a very chaotic household. You know, all these brothers and sisters in this tiny little home in Baltimore, and and I've always been kind of a hypermaniac, right? And I needed something to bring balance and stability to my mind, to my life, to to my spirit, and. And I found it in yoga, and I started to dabble with yoga. I just took a couple classes when I moved to Denver um, in 2005. And then I met Nicole, mm. which I think was a date with destiny. It was just phenomenal. Mm. And we hit it off immediately. And Nicole was much, very much into yoga. She was a vegetarian. The lifestyle that, that I was really ascribing to and, and working toward, she embodied. And it yeah. so made me so attractive to her. Mm. Yeah, I found yoga probably, <clears throat> I would say around 2000, the year 2000. And, and it was funny because it was literally a VHS tape of, um, it was Eric Schiffman narrating. <laughs> and it was really cool. And I was in my living room and it was the first time I ever like popped the tape in and actually <laughs> followed this. I think Ali McGraw was one of the, the models on this sandy beach, you know. And it was so cool. And I thought, wow. I feel so great. I mean, it just made my body feel so good. And so from there, I was just looking for local studios when I was living in Fort Collins. And, and it just be, it was just instantly like exactly where, what I needed in my life, you know. And so, so. When, when we met, not only did I think Nicole was physically absolutely beautiful and so attractive, but it was really where she was in her, in her heart and her spirit as it relates to the values of her life, which were so attractive to me. Because, again, these are the things that I was... Uh, hoping to to bring it in my life and embody in my life, and Nicole was already doing it. Mm. So we really resonated so well right from day one. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew the night I met her, I was going to marry her. And um, six months later, we were married. And that'll be eleven years in September. Yeah. Oh. It's been a glorious decade, more than a decade now. And when we got married, we went to Italy on our honeymoon. On our honeymoon. We walked um, through a process and exercise that I used to do in my consulting business prior to Yogapod, um, uh, a mission, vision, and values uh, exercise, kind of a coaching program. And Nicole and I did it together on our honeymoon in, in Italy. And we defined, you know, I had a background in franchising and, and a lot of business consultation. And, and Nicole, w- with his passion for yoga and wanting to teach yoga, so we thought, well, I mean, this is the perfect marriage of our passions and and I, I was getting more and more into yoga. So 
we decided that we wanted to open a yoga studio. We wanted to expand it in, in a community that we loved, establish ourselves in a community that we loved. We didn't know which community that was going to be at the time, and then scale it and, and model something that we could scale into a franchise opportunity. So we defined that 10 years ago. And about three years ago, three and a half years ago, we finally were prepared and ready, processes, systems uh, in place to, uh, an experience in place and a business model in place to announce the franchise opportunity, which we did three and a half years ago. So that's how this has all culminated. And the growth that we've experienced in Boulder has been astounding. We've learned tons um, and been incredibly blessed by, by this the business, the community, and just the, 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 uh, the whole lifestyle of yoga. Been amazing wow i think that's so cool how you guys really set a clear vision and an intention and it, it grew and it evolved and mm -hmm. here we are where i'd love to dissect where we are here but let's you know take a few steps back before we do that and from being so inspired to take the reins of yoga pod boulder what did you guys see that was perhaps lacking in the community to offer something of value. Mm -hmm. I think um, <clears throat> one of the biggest things for us is, you know, we knew that we had to grow, um, grow our existing location into three rooms because there's a lot of competition in, in Boulder um, with yoga studios. There's a lot of yoga studios. And so we just knew that the demand is there and we wanted to be able to satisfy the needs of the students. And so we brought to our schedule, you know, kind of more diversity. So we're not, we're not a strict specific, um, uh, type of yoga we lineage. have lineage we have seven different styles of yoga really you know seven different different aspects of yoga if you will so you know if students are desiring to um, take a hot yoga class we have hot yoga we have vinyasa flow classes so we have different levels of vinyasa yoga tone um, yin yoga and so we're just trying to offer more variety so that students, because we do find that there are a lot of type A personalities in Boulder and a lot of students who really want a physical practice. You know, they want to kind of get their butt kicked when they when they take a yoga class. And and then there are the, the other side of the coin. There are those that also just want mindfulness. Right. Mm. So we're just trying to find that balance and really trying to incorporate both, you know, the best of both worlds and, and offer what we can to the to the students. And it seems to be working pretty well. We had a deep conviction to create an environment where students could come and, and practice the yoga that they wanted to practice. That is, we didn't want to force them into a particular modality or style or discipline uh, necessarily. Obviously, we wanted to create really excellent quality classes, a transformative experience for everyone, um, where there's proper alignment, there's good sequen mm -hmm. sequencing, and, and it's a safe, safe place for, for students to, low and gr and to grow and learn. But we also didn't want to um, restrict them or confine them into a particular path. And we wanted to cre create an environment where people come and do their own yoga rather than do our kind of yoga enforced mm -hmm. upon them, we're, which, which is what we have experienced at times in our travels um, in various yoga communities and, and yoga studios. So mm -hmm. we didn't want that. And the other thing we wanted was to create our, an environment where the best teachers could come and flourish and flourish in their gift, flourish in their creativity, innovation to the practice um, and and you know create a place for them to get the best teachers and I, I'm so absolutely um, humbled by the fact that 
we feel very confident we have the best teachers around and mm -hmm. we're incredibly blessed by that and very humbled by that. We're, we're very um, conscious <clears throat> and aware of building community too. It's really, really important to us. So, you know, we're people lovers. We love people. We love being around people. We love communicating. We love having friends and socializing. And, um, and so for us, the, the people aspect of it is so important and we always feel like every student that walks in the door, we want their experience to be excellent. And it's not just about the yoga class that they're about to step into when they roll their mat out, but it's about how they're how they are, are received when they walk in the door mm -hmm. at the front desk. It's about the customer service. It's about how they feel welcome, so that they can feel like Yoga Pod is their second home, mm -hmm. literally their second home. Mm -hmm. They can come back, come to Yoga Pod, and that can be their sanctuary where they can just let go of all their stress and tension. And um, and again, it, it 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 translates from the moment they walk in the door to the moment they leave, not just the quality of the class, which is also very very important. So. And setting that intention to create community. <laughs> and love people and have a genuine care for people um, is reflective of the fact that we were just on a business trip. We came back home Saturday morning. We walked into a class. 45 students um, stood up simultaneously, very surprisingly, um, waving streamers and singing happy anniversary to us. It happened to be our, our, our sixth anniversary. Anniversary of the pod. Yeah. And, and walking, walking uh, us home and then went through a tribute Right before our hot class on Saturday morning, it was just amazing. They tributed us. Um, one of them, one of the students got up and read a poem to us, and they were all holding up um, different words signs of inspiration, like inspiration we've given them throughout was, the years. And it it's was been it was really amazing. Overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. It was overwhelmingly beautiful. So that that we pinch ourselves when we realize the the beautiful dynamic of community that has been created at the pod, and we attribute that to a lot to our teachers mm -hmm. and the love that our teachers have for our students and we have for each other. And but we realize, you know, some of these <clears throat> these key words that they brought up in this poem that they read to us mm -hmm. were, it, it, it's exactly what students are seeking. They're seeking community. They're seeking, seeking peace. They're seeking calm. Some, some are seeking, seeking spirituality, you know, um, physical exercise, all these different things. And, and, and we're providing this platform for them, the space for them to come in and have that experience. So we just feel really blessed by that. So, yeah. I think that you guys are an incredible example just of uh, the space holders for others to find their body. Mm -hmm. to learn about their body and that mm -hmm. is just I think a, a huge gift because more and more as I as we share the, the the wisdom from so many yoga teachers on this podcast the theme is just gosh it would be so tragic if we were to not use our bodies mm -hmm. and not see the potential that mm -hmm. we could wake up to mm -hmm. and you guys have the space mm -hmm. for people to come in and and find accessible movement yes. yeah. and it's it's great so and we have yeah, gifted yeah. teachers who are so creative and, and highly talented to lead them through this movement mm -hmm. you know to lead them through the movement of their body in a safe way so we feel mm -hmm. really blessed by that as well yeah. and I, I mean I agree with that I think I know mm -hmm. most of the teachers on the, yeah. on the list are dear friends oh, of yeah. mine and they're yeah. so close mm -hmm. to my heart yeah. and you know through that what are the the values and the characteristics that embody a yoga pod teacher and how can we as practitioners or listeners take that into our lives well you know we have seven values and and uh with yoga pod and the values we define as as um beliefs or convictions that we hold in such high esteem that they noticeably and keyword is noticeably affect the way mm. we think the way we speak and the way we act and those seven are so critically important to us. We mentioned one already, and that is community. Mm -hmm. Nicole likes to, to always say that the word unity is within community. Mm -hmm. So we were looking for teachers that are very interested in investing in community, that um, are, are 
looking to unify people um, and bring synergy to to a group. Um, so you, community is, mm-hmm. is incredibly important to it us. It is very important. And um, I mean, we could just go through the seven values, and that'll tell you exactly what we're looking for. Because literally, we sit down with every teacher before we hire them and and go through the values just to make sure that they resonate with with what we're what we are at yoga pod you know um excellence is another one and excellence kind of goes without saying obviously you want you want excellence in your yoga teachers and you want you want safety but um but excellence in everything everything that that happens at the yoga pod so so their their personality not as a yoga teacher but their personality as a human being and who they are in inside the yoga room and outside the yoga room Mm -hmm. that 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 is authentic which is another one of our values authenticity yeah, and excellence, we often talk about the, the concept of a Japanese concept called Kaizen, mm. which is continuous improvement. And so not only approaching the practice and approaching our teaching uh, and approaching the community with excellence in all things, but also with this, uh, this idea that we're always looking to improve and grow and always have that studentship. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the authenticity piece, which is the third value, right. um, which is all about integrity, that what we say and what we do are integrated that who we say we are and who we truly are and how we live our lives are aligned um, because that is a reflection of credibility. Um, and so authenticity is really big for mm-hmm. us. I mean, a, a teacher that, you know, walks the, the walk and, and, and lives it um, is, uh, is just critically important mm-hmm. and very foundational, I think. Um, and di- diversity, you know, we liked, it's another one of our values, we like to... Um, you know, find teachers that are different. We don't want cookie cutter teachers. We don't want the same class every single time. We want to offer that that broad depth. And and our teachers are so creative and so gifted. So we want to offer this this space for them to be able to show their gifts. And so we love that our teachers all have a different style. They all bring different elements into their classes. And some, you know, theme their classes and others don't theme their classes. And we just we just have that. We love that diversity of not only our teachers, but also our community. Yeah, the student base. We want every um, level of, of students. Mm-hmm. We want every shape, size, uh, ethnicity, socioeconomic class. We want a complete diversity, it, yeah. uh, sexual preference. We, we are open to everyone in a non-judgmental uh, environment. It's incredible. It's always us. exciting to us when we run into somebody. It's, it's amazing how many people in Boulder have not practiced yoga. You know, you would think like everybody's practicing yoga, but it's not true. And um, and when you run into somebody and they said, I'm so not flexible, I can't even touch my toes. Mm. And then when you see them finally, and it might take a year before they finally set foot into the studio, and then all of a sudden you see them and they're, they remind you, you know, where we met them at a restaurant or wherever. <clears throat> and next thing you know, they're like intensely into their practice, maybe even doing a teacher training, you know. So it's just such, it's such a neat progression to see people finally take that first step into, mm. into the studio. The fifth value that, that we hold so dear to our heart is, is abundance, and we often refer to it in the, in the Latin, abundantia. And um, many of our team, team members, um, a lot of our teachers, you know, when we say it, we put our hand on our heart, and we open up our heart in this motion of, of abundantia, of openness to mm. the abundance of the universe, and to really resist in our hearts and our minds a scarcity mentality, that there's so much for everyone uh, so much to learn, so much to grow, and um, and it really helps us have the right perspective and mindset as it relates to you know the thirty thousand places to do yoga in Boulder, <laughs> and sometimes that can be very intimidating, you know. And it, it's helped us discipline our thinking, discipline our our hearts around our vision of abundance that there's plenty, there's more than enough for everyone, 
and uh, and that has helped guide us. That's mm -hmm. been a really important uh, thing for us in our growth. Um, and then love and fun are the last two: love mm -hmm. and agape love, and unconditional love, um, no conditions. Everyone um, welcomed and um, in a non-judgmental environment. Mm -hmm. And then fun. We have a lot of fun. We like the party, man. We definitely <laughs> like the party. Nicole was talking earlier that we're social people. Um, we we party here in our home. We have parties uh, at the yoga pod for our community. We always have an annual holiday party. And just and having fun too, you know, just with our students. I mean, a lot of times, you know, in our in our Saturday morning class that we co-teach, we we have we we get silly, you know, because mm -hmm. sometimes it's just nice to get out of your own way. And and I think sometimes yoga is taken so seriously, and I respect that and I honor that. But I think I, also there are times where it's okay to to, to laugh in a yoga class or or yeah. do something a little silly or yeah. or you know whatever comes up. But um, I so think we last Saturday. We, we laughed, we sang, we hummed, we danced. I cried when they did that cried. tribute. So. We hit all the emotions, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. So you fun. know, I've taken a few of your classes where you're uh -huh. co-teaching, uh -huh. and ah, oh, wow, it is so fluid and organic, and it's so neat how it's like your turn to talk, yeah. and you're walking around assisting, yeah. holding space, yeah. and then you just know somehow, intuitively, when it's your it's turn time. to take over, it's yeah. like the 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 goose leader following and then switching <laughs> off and off and off. And it's really cool Thanks to watch. Thanks for saying that. You know, it truly yeah. is is unrehearsed. I mean, people often ask us, are you guys... Do you plan? Yeah, we don't. Yeah. I mean, we just, you know, we it's the vibe. You know, yeah. a big thing for us is synchronicity, personally. We have our 11-11 tattoos on our arms. Mm -hmm. And and that, for us, is the synchronicity of the universe and being in alignment with one another. And, and I think it is reflected mm -hmm. in our classes. Yeah. I think it surprises me sometimes, too, that Nicole will just pick right up when... When I don't have anything else to say when or when I'm not sure where we are in the sequence. <laughs> no, it's good. I think, sure, sure. I think we jive really well together and yeah, we, we balance do. each other so well that it just really works out. And, you know, a lot of ad lib and some silly stuff that comes mm -hmm. up that we just don't even know. We're not even planning it. You yeah. know, we always go in with the theme. We always go with um, prepared to offer something to the class that they can take or not take. Mm -hmm. And and then from there, we just kind of play off of it. Now, so. Look, you know, the bottom line is we, we truly love each other. I mean, we're madly in love. We've been in, um, married for almost 11 years, as we said, mm. and, and we can honestly say, and I, it maybe sounds like a bit of a cliche, but it has definitely gotten better and better for us mm -hmm. over the years. A deeper level of trust and commitment, um, deeper levels of vulnerability, which leads to that mm. um, you know, broader foundation of trust and, yeah. and um, commitment to each other. It, and I think it spills over. I think it does. Naturally, thankfully, it, it seems to spill over into in how we deliver a class, how we convey a class. I think... Um, there's real genuine, and again, one of our values, authenticity, authentic mm -hmm. love mm -hmm. um, from us. There's yeah. no doubt. You're kind of moving off what you just said, a comment on that, you know, husband and wife, business partners. Mm -hmm. Can you just comment on these next few words, the yoga of relationship? Mm. Mm, yeah. I mean, I definitely think, you know, we're, we're business partners and we're life partners. And a lot of times we get the, you know, people like their eyes get wide and they're like, how do you do that? Like, how can you possibly have that kind of relationship and still be together all the time and love each other and not fight all the time, you know? But, but we honestly, um, we honestly feed off each other so well that we're better together than we are apart, honestly. Mm. And, and, and the yoga is definitely a huge part of that. Our practice is a huge part of mm -hmm. that. And, you know, there, I mean, you know, it's not, it doesn't go without, it's little bumps in the road, of course. And so, you know, we know there's the times that we roll out our mat. I mean, that's our sacred space. That's our sacred time that we we get to reflect, that we get mm -hmm. to be together. And mm -hmm. just, you know, just 
silently being thankful and grateful for for what we have and what we're offering to the community. You know, the the profound, uh, fundamental principles of yoga being a union of mind, body, and spirit help us to, to understand the relational aspects of three separate entities or three separate concepts combining and, and becoming one. And I, and I really believe because of our yoga practice and our sensitivity and understanding of that um, fundamental principle helps us in the, in the triune aspects of who we are as two people coming together. So we're lovers, number one. That's pretty good, right, Al? Mm-hmm. And we are um, friends and we're, mm-hmm. and we're business partners. And mm-hmm. we understand how that unites mm-hmm. and where it intersects and where the, you need to be very sensitive about that and very respectful, very respectful of um, you know, the, the differences um, and, uh, and yet um, you know, honor those things to create such relational um, harmony. Mm-hmm. It's really... It's, but it's work. You know, it's definitely work. It doesn't it, You know, it comes pretty easy, but you have to be intentional about it, and that's the work part. Right, definitely. Yeah. And, I, and there are times where, you know, if we've been off our mat for a couple of days, we realize, oh, we got to get, we got we to gotta get a, roll our mats out. You know, because it definitely makes a difference. It, it definitely makes a difference in an in, in individual's life and definitely in a, in a partnership, in a relationship. If I feel an abrasion with Nicole at any point, I know it's time to get on the mat. We're <laughs> lacking something. Yeah. So there you go. There's how, there's how. The, that's the balance. Our yoga, balance. Yeah, and how our yoga mm-hmm. is, is so impacts our relationship. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Well, that's beautiful. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, tapping into the, the, the business of yoga, you know, really the, the nitty gritty of what I wanted to illuminate within you guys is how you hold business in yoga. And perhaps what have been the biggest catalysts to your success over the last X amount of years with Yoga Pod? I mean, I, I'd say it's just a, a perfect segue is the fact that Nicole and I are united in mind in heart and spirit that we have worked together to define the vision. Um, we've created a very foundational um, understanding of where we want to go, a vision for us being an ideal picture of the future. And we have come together in a very mutual, um, a very thoughtful, a very intentional um understanding of what we want to create and and that's based on some deep conviction about how we want to love people how we want to leverage the the incredible benefits of yoga and bring it to people and how we feel a tremendous privilege to be able to do that in, in business and so we've defined that vision and then we we are diligent about execution i mean we've made a lot of mistakes you know we've of course we've we've learned from those mistakes we've allow them to be a foundation to, in which to spring forward and, and grow and, and grow in leaps and bounds. So the vision is the big key. Yeah, I was going to answer the exact same way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, you know, having the vision and, and setting that into motion, because there's times where you're going to have setbacks and there's times where fear is going to creep in. And, and we have to keep remembering why, what, what path we're on and why we're on this path and come back to the vision all the time and just know that we're putting that energy out there. And as we put that energy out there of our vision and, and what, we, what we desire for our future and for everybody around us, it, 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 everything falls into place. Like things just start to happen for us, you know, relationships start to happen that start start, our building blocks into, you know, um, finally attaining this vision that we have. So it's very powerful. Like our vision is, 
is very comprehensive. It's literally nine pages long. It's a little more than nine pages long. And it's full of, of detail about who we are and what we're trying to accomplish. And we divide it up in, in, um, in categories of, of roles, and the roles that we want to play in community, the roles that we want to play uh, with individuals. And we write a lot of detail about what that looks like. And based on that or from that are born the goals. So when we look at our vision, we break it out and we break it down. And we say, okay, well, if this is what we want, if this is an ideal picture of the future, this particular component or aspect now is, is pulled out of the vision and articulated as a goal. And so then we have a goal and we break the goals down in short term and long term. Short term, that which we can accomplish in the next 12 months. Long term is anything beyond a year and up to five years. We get very, very clear on those goals, and then from the goals, we create an action plan, which is the nitty-gritty. So it goes from the, the macro to the micro, from the strategic to the tactical. We get down to the nitty-gritty of the day-to-day -day things we need to accomplish. Now, a huge key to all that and realizing this vision and, and following this journey and seeing the growth is our selection of people, mm. people to help us. We cannot do it alone. The vision's vast. It's huge. And we've been incredibly blessed to attract amazing talented people in our lives I mean, it is unbelievably humbling to us the the kind of individuals the quality of individuals that raise their hand and say i want to be a part of the yoga pod vision and the key to that is the fact that we share the vision the law of attraction takes place and we start attracting like attracting like we start attracting that similar energies and and thus creating chemistry but all of that principle the principle of shared vision is lost to any individual or any organization, any entity that in fact has not articulated the vision. So it comes back full circle again to answer your question. The whole key to the whole thing is the establishment and the articulation of our and, vision. And perseverance, you know, not giving up, not giving up too quickly. You know, when something doesn't happen, it's like we're in this world of instant gratification. It's like everything has to happen too, so fast. Mm -hmm. A lot of stress and and just being patient and persevering and keep going after it. So you know, every every December we try to to, to get, get away and retreat. And we look back on the previous uh, 11 and a half months and see how uh, what we accomplished aligned to the vision. And then we revision or revise um, for the new year. And that's incredibly important because we're evaluating and we're measuring and we're trying to understand where we can improve mm -hmm. and and how we um, you know, can be more effective and more efficient in what we're trying to do and, and persevere through the challenges. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I've heard through many individuals that when opening a business, starting a business, the first year to two years are some of the most rigorous mm -hmm. and challenging years to get off the ground yeah. and, and, and uh, get your investment back and to begin to make profits. Mm -hmm. So for you guys with those setbacks that you mentioned, what was the uh, persevering thought that just had you keep going and like keep taking the, 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 the punches and rolling with it? Passion. Mm -hmm. It's definitely just the mm -hmm. passion for it. For what? For doing what we love. Has yeah, to succeed. Yeah. Right. There's no giving up. It's just you can't give up. And mm -hmm. especially because we love it so much mm -hmm. and we love our students so much and we love our community so much and we mm -hmm. love yoga so much mm -hmm. that it's like we're just doing we're putting it out there. We're doing everything we can. Just come and join us. And and so, yeah, we're just so super passionate about that and about, as Jerry mentioned, the people that we surround ourselves with, the people in our team, mm -hmm. too. And I'll say, Alec, that you know, a big driving force for us is we're all in. I mean, it, 
It was it's a hundred percent. I mean, yeah. everything we have and we are, we put into this, to this life, into to yoga pot, into this, to this business, to this lifestyle. So there's no turning back. Mm-mm. There's no there's no question about that. It is Mm-mm. absolute one hundred percent maniacal commitment. Yeah, definitely. Mm. We're in the wind, so we're 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 pleased. <laughs> As of so many students in Boulder yeah. are. And that's what keeps us going. I mean, there are just days at so many times where I'm at the studio where I just where I'm in tears, you know, just mm. because of a student that shares an experience with me or, or somebody that's having a rough day and I see or hear what, what, you know, they share with me something that's going on or a student who had a surgery or had cancer and, you know, we're able to just gift them yoga until they can get back on their feet. I mean, that's, that's the kind of stuff that, that makes me feel so good every day about what we do. You know, it's just amazing. It's blessing people's lives and giving them something that they that I think everyone needs. That's the ultimate reason. We have a stack of, of greeting cards uh, on the table over there that, and I'm sorry to admit this, we haven't even fully read all of them yet, but since we've been back from this trip um, last week, we got all these cards. We, as we read these cards from students, it, it's a mo- it blows our mind. Mm-hmm. We can't believe it. I mean, we have to pinch ourselves that, that we are so blessed and find such fulfillment in what we're doing. And the response testimonials and reactions from from our students. I mean, it makes all of the challenge worth it, well worth mm. it, beyond mm. worth it. So when Jerry yeah. mentions passion, I think you can probably get that. <laughs> We're pretty passionate about this. Yes, so. indeed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. with a with, uh, high amount of passion and uh, going through so many setbacks, I'm sure, in the last X amount of years, what would be three tips that you would offer to the ambitious studio owner, perhaps one of our listeners, Mm-hmm. Or someone who has that small little vision to be a studio owner. Mm-hmm. Three, tips. three tips. Well, you know, I tell you what, every, every franchise candidate that comes to us, and we, right now, it's pretty astounding, we, we average about 30 um, candidates or leads every month. And these are individuals that love yoga and are raising their hand and saying, hey, I want to consider this as a business. And... Um, and what we tell every candidate is there are three things that are most important. Number Which, one, I'm so glad you said that because I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah. These three things, and there are three things, so it's yeah, perfect. Yeah, you gotta, you got to love people. That's number one. You have to have a deep conviction and a real sincerity for people. It can't be feigned. It must be authentic, again, one of our values. So you got to love people. The second is you have to love yoga. You have to love this practice. You have to be passionate about it. You want to... You always um, should desire to grow in it and understand it um, because you never fully get there, right? All is coming and always continually come. It's all present tense. And then then third is you got to love business. And there has Mm. to be some business savvy. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have business experience, though obviously that's a a tremendous um, plus. But there needs to be an innate, that is a natural um, talent to business, talent being defined as uh, a natural proclivity to something that just comes easy for you. And so if we, if we can't discern that that's there, um, then, then that's, uh, that's a red flag for us. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to ensure that people have the right motivation, the right mindset, the right heart about this. Um, and that's foundational. If that's not there, then we, you know, it's, it, we, 
it's too risky. And so we got to mitigate the risk with the fact that you love people, you love yoga, and that you have a savvy for business, right. for sure. So those, yeah, those are definitely the three things that I would I would absolutely highlight. And then I would also say, be really, um, be really committed and immersed in your community because it's really important to, to have a stake in your community just to be able to say you know i live here i know the people around me i know i know what what's what's you know our my potential students are going to want um i know how to please them i know what to give them i know what, to, what offerings to offer them and and it's really important i think as we've noticed um to have studio owners who are who live in the city that they have their studio and are very committed to to being in their community you know the, the business growth. piece is, is so critical um you know, you can have the greatest heart and you can love people and you can have the greatest practice and, and have a, a, a very mature yogic lifestyle. But if you don't have an understanding for business and a desire to, to measure the business, um, we offer tremendous amount of tools, very comprehensive tools of tracking and managing the business from the initial pro formas uh, and the business modeling and, and, and the business um, uh, plans to what we call the daily metrics where we're looking at the numbers every single day um, and we're looking at number of students, number of conversions, and, and really get understanding um, what the trends are in the business to what we call our KPIs, which are key performance indicators. We look at 30 key performance indicators on, on a regular basis. Beyond that, we do something called a pod score. So we're scoring and understanding how we're doing with pleasing the students and, and creating a transformative experience. And so it's a lot of measurement. There's a lot of um, analysis uh, and you have to be much. You have to be ahead of the business and really have a pulse speed on what is happening, so you can, uh, you know, nip any challenges in the, in the bud before they emerge to be something that could could really swallow yeah. you. you know? I I think a lot of I, I'm sorry, Alec. <laughs> just really quick, I just think a lot of, a, not a lot. I shouldn't say a lot, but um, many people who think they want to open a yoga studio are just really passionate yogis mm-hmm. or passionate teachers. And, and it's just this amazing, overwhelming thing to think, I can open my door and have my own studio and these students are going to come and I can teach them all day. But when you're running a studio, you're, when you're actually running a studio and you have students coming in and taking classes and paying for classes, it is a business. And so you have to have that business sense. You have to have that business mindset to be able to say, you know, you have to run it seamlessly, you know, or seamlessly as possible. So. And where you might not have an expertise, you have to have the humility to to go find the expertise. Mm-hmm. Bring I mean, on a our, team to our, support you. Our, one of our business partners is a tremendous uh, digital marketing guru and expert and and has had such a, an amazing impact on our growth. And that's an expertise we didn't have and knew we needed and sought it. And and again, the law of attraction, it, it, it emerged and, and and there it was. So, um, so that's important. I think you've answered a few of... You've given me a few answers for the question I was about to ask. For yeah. those that find business daunting and numbers overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You know, what could be maybe one more thing that you would say to those individuals who are passionate about yoga, they are passionate about evolving and growing and they love people, but business and numbers go mm. go find go find people to support you cuz they're out there. Get a great get a great CPA, CPA who loves yoga <laughs> and, or, or don't no, do think, it. Or I just think, don't do it. Or don't do it. You know, if that, business is that daunting and perhaps that intimidating then, then you know it's probably not in alignment to to your path. So, right. You know, but if it's something that you're like, I really love business, I really want to do this, but boy, crunching numbers isn't my thing. 
we get it. I mean, just again, find somebody who can help you because if you, again, coming back to the vision, if you put it out there, that energy you put out there is going to come back to you and those people are going to seek you out. So mm. I think that, I think it can definitely work, yeah. but you just have to surround yourself, yourself with the right team. So moving on into finding, you know, this, this balance of business and yoga, how do you guys encourage people to create their passion into their profession? And then more so, you know, if that's uh, the path that individuals are taking and you, maybe you get burnt out, mm-hmm. you know, where's mm-hmm. that balance? How do you find uh, the middle ground of staying in love with what you're doing, but then letting that financially support you mm-hmm. in this path of, pra- of yoga? Well, I think the key to, to uh, turning your passion to your profession is something we call the passion secret, which has multiple principles, and, and I'll just talk about one or two. And that is um, the, the, the universal principle or reality that desire points to talent. That is the thing that we want the most uh, points to the thing we're called to do. So the thing we want the most is, is points to the thing we're called to do. Desire points to talent. Talent being... Our calling, synonymous with calling, synonymous with conviction, synonymous with mission. And when we discover that, it's very difficult to exhaust the burning flames of energy and desire. Now, having said that, um, to your point about balance, you also have to protect it. You have to protect your creative energy, uh, and therefore you have to um, avoid fatigue and in order to avoid fatigue, you got to bring, you know, a, a very uh, stable approach to life. Well, that's what yoga is all right. about, man. I can There's just the find it. There's the balance right there. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and the quality time that Nicole is so passionate about that she helps. Like, I'll, I'll just never stop. And Nicole is great on pulling the reins on me and helping redirect. And, and that makes this, this relationship, our relationship, um, and our partnership so effective. Yeah, right. The quality mm-hmm. piece of that, and mm-hmm. so Nicole, you know, keeps us uh, keeps us balanced. Yeah, I think I think you're the key for me. Well, for sure. I mean, yeah, and our yoga practice, and our yoga practice for sure. But I think that if you have a true, genuine passion, and you start to feel those flames kind of being doused a little bit, um, just kind of go back to your vision and just remember why you're why you're doing it and what you're doing, and get back to your community and get back to the people who who fill you up. And when you can get that, you can get filled back up again, then it's like you, you find that balance. So if you lose your way, you know, just kind of get back to those, those people that, why you're here, you know, your purpose of why you're here. And having a good personal assistant that reads your 150 emails per day and, and creates a summary each week is really helpful too. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, some of the practical stuff that you just got to implement. But yeah. yeah. Really just checking back in. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Checking back in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Love mm-hmm. that. And I mean, have you guys ever felt burnt out? Oh, we've been on the verge a few yeah. times. I don't. I personally have never felt burned out, but I, I've also been very sensitized to kind of the the characteristics in my life, or the kind of the the factors that emerge that cause me to um, realize that ooh, you know, it's time to slow down or yes, something. Yeah, I yes. th- I would say never burn out. I would say. There's those days where you go, whoa, I just need to start over tomorrow, you know, Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. you just have those moments or those days or those hours. It never really lasts more than 
than a day you know it's there's never like really really dark moments mm-hmm. and I feel like um, I feel like there's not really a burnout point I think it's just because we're just so driven we're so driven yeah. by by our vision and by our passion for Alex us. you know I, I like I think um, that the the fact that you know that the passion secret I just talked about the desire points the talent I, I believe that that's a, a, a principle that no one is exempt from so if if we desire it and we truly desire it and if we can look at ourselves in the mirror and get very introspective and and uh, Shakespeare said to thine own self be true and really understand who we are and and if if the desire then is based on that reality then it does point to our talent and that talent is is provided uh, or the resources the ability to achieve it is provided by the by the universe I believe in that that's a spiritual law mm-hmm. that's so real to us so so if you're in alignment with your talent and your calling, then it's, it's a lot easier. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying it's easier. And the resources seem to come. Mm. And therefore, we're really blessed to be able to take, to, to have the downtime, to take the time off to. and to restore. We yeah. have to. And we do. We're good about that. It's also really fun. <laughs> no, we so. do, we definitely get our time. We we definitely make make sure we have downtime. That is crucial to us. And fortunately, and I'm glad you brought this up because it kind of segues. Um, it, 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 we're fortunate to have a great team, and we're fortunate to have a great team of teachers. And it and it thrills us that we, you know, gives us so much joy that we have afforded these individuals opportunities to flourish in their mm. gifts and their talents. I mean, that just makes makes it so much easier for us just to know that you know we're giving our teachers a platform and we're giving our team our corporate team a platform to share their gifts and do what they do so well Mm -hmm. and and um and that gives us great peace of mind too Mm -hmm. then to be able to step away when we need to and say you guys got this okay Mm -hmm. good see ya (laughs) (laughs) well we lean on the team and the team leans on us yeah definitely it's it's wonderful Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so let's kind of segue into the commodification of yoga in 2016 where you started in 2000 you had yeah. said and you've mm-hmm. seen a mm-hmm. a big uh, evolution sure. of where yoga was and where it is now and I'm curious how would you respond to how does yoga pod hold integrity towards yoga's intention and staying successful as a business mm-hmm. mm, yeah that's uh that's a daunting task um you know, we we recognize that yoga is is constantly evolving, and we embrace the evolution of it. Um, we, especially here in the West, um, we think some of the the evolving uh, characteristics are negative, but we we're very optimistic that most of of how yoga is evolving is positive and makes it more accessible for people. So. We feel like if we stand firm to the principles, to our seven values, to, to our mission, which is to create a vibrant yoga community where every student can rejuvenate the mind, re, um, refresh the body, and replenish the spirit. If, if we stay true to those uh, fundamental, foundational um, principles, then we'll, um, we'll not compromise and uh, we will not dilute the, the ultimate goal and that is to bring this transformative experience to people it's found in many different ways and and we embrace that you know we're not we're not um uh, i guess some would say we're not purists but right but we think that there's there's strength in that diversity i mean i think there's just purity in in every every type of yoga practice i think what you find on your mat is your own experience 
just just pranayama i mean just just sitting on your mat and breathing is is pure you know and i think if we can bring that awareness to students it doesn't matter really necessarily what else they're doing if whether it's a physically demanding practice or if it's a less demanding practice or if they're sweating in a hot yoga class or they're you know in a yin class i i feel like you can find it in every type of of yoga class mm. and it's the part of the vision of our uh or one of the aspects of the pot evolve program that we have and and that is to help our students evolve at every level and, and to leverage some of the tremendous expertise and passion and conviction and knowledge that we have available to us through so many of our amazing teachers and to be able to, to convey that knowledge, that, that, that understanding to ensure that there's growth and not stagnation, you know, it's primarily in us and then, and then everyone we can influence. Mm-hmm. So um, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, I think that's a clear answer. Thank you for that. Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> Kind of segue into the final few questions. Where, where, what states are YogaPod franchise located in? Yeah, so we have. Um, gosh, you're probably going to be have a better memory on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, currently open, currently open right now, Colorado and Texas. But the states that are under construction right now are Florida, um, uh, Nevada, Nevada's Nevada, coming, um, and, and, and then uh, and Minneapolis so, and several more in Colorado too yeah. so and several more in in, uh, in Texas yes uh, and then uh, probably three more states that um, are verbal and so we won't mention who they are <laughs> yeah. because they're not signed sealed delivered but um, but you know we're astounded by the growth I, we have at today um, we have 16. Six, well, we have six locations open yeah. as of this day. So. And we have 16 signed, and we have a verbal on an additional eight, wow. I believe. And our expectation is that we will grow by 25 additional locations by the end of 2016. That's our goal. And yeah. um, so we, we hope to be at about 50, uh, 50 to 55 locations by the end of the year. That's and I, I want to add to just, um, just to piggyback on that a little bit, you know, we very humbly. Um, say that and we also very humbly grant yoga pod franchise um, locations because it's not something that we just do on a whim and it's not something that we we just like somebody comes in through the pipeline and we say oh okay sure you want a yoga pod franchise great and sign on the line and it's done I mean we go through a very strict stringent process to to determine if a franchise partner is going to be um, a good partner for us because because we bring them onto the team and it's they're like family oh, yeah. they're like mm. family to us you know so it's a really serious relationship that we consider and it has to be an, an owner owner operator that again going back to those three things um, loves people loves yoga and loves business and we have to really make sure and our team again they go through a very strict kind of um, um, discovery phase if you will of determining whether or not each candidate is, is going to be a good fit and our, our team has a, a lot of input in that oh, as well so absolutely we've said really no important. more than we've said yes in, in, mm. in the process and frankly we're not tempted because we don't want to go too fast we're not tempted to say yes to someone who comes along with a lot of money and really wants it more as a business than as than as lifestyle or or creating a transformative experience we just don't think the motives are so great mm-hmm. so we don't align with that and but and it's you know because there's money and because there's opportunity for growth and revenue and it really doesn't tempt us because we we're growing fast enough as is 
and with the right partners and yeah. that's the important thing yeah, yeah. i think mm-hmm. you live in that abundance mindset it's a, right that's right there's plenty right. and if we say no to to those that we're not fully um you know aligned convinced with. that we're aligned with that, that there's a good chemistry that that they can be a, a, a contributing member of the family, then nah, it's an easy. They're no. not living yoga. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Exactly. That's great. Yeah. yeah, I think that answers the question previous. You stay true and you hold integrity mm-hmm. to the yoga mm-hmm. as you're, you know, creating space to not only gain profits but to gain experience. Right. And that's beautiful. Right. And it's really, it's actually really easy. You know, it's it's easy to stay true to the yoga as a. Uh, as a way to guide us in our business decisions. I mean, in other words, let me say it this way. When we are in our practice and um, we stay close to our practice, which you know, Alec, keeps us close to our hearts, our motives, um, it's, uh, it makes it so much easier to, to make decisions, business decisions, and to guide uh, us through the the vision. Yeah. One thing we do very easily together um, as, a, as a team is we make decisions quickly and yeah. easily. Mm-hmm. We don't vacillate very much on decisions. It just, and I think that's part of it mm-hmm. really is, you know, we, we just, we have intuition and we have a good feeling for things and we just kind of know. And if we need to get on our mat just to kind of see a clearer vision of something and answer for something, we do that. But, um, but we, we generally are pretty, pretty good and, and pretty in sync with decisions that we have to make and, and coming to conclusions pretty quickly. When so. we're in Austin, we're usually mat side by side. That's part of our 11-11 alignment thing. But we're side by side and often we'll, we'll, we'll both um, have a mutual intention for the class. We set an intention for every class and we'll say, okay, let's set an intention for this. It's a decision we have to make or it's, a, it's some kind of a process we're considering or it's some new tool that we want to, to send out to, uh, to our community or a new directive to our network. You know, we set an intention and generally... Like we get an answer, yeah. you know, and it's and pretty much we're in alignment with it, so we can make decisions pretty easy. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's great. The yoga gives us a tremendous advantage, right? It just does. Right? Yes. It's phenomenal. So, what is yoga to you guys? Oh man, it's everything really to me. I mean, it's my it's my um, my stability, my breath, my health my sleep <laughs> my mm-hmm. balance i mean it really is yeah. it really is i mean i feel like it's um it is that one approachable thing no matter how old you are and as we get older you know mm-hmm. you just notice that that your body can't do all the things that you used to do when you, you used to be able to do when you were younger and and yoga is that one thing that you can always find you know solace in you can always find that welcome home mm-hmm. when you come back to your mat no matter how your body's feeling or what injury you might have or how you know if you're getting a year older or two or whatever it is you just feel like um it's always this welcome home to me so it's so well said it's our guiding force it's there's no question and it's it's our surrender to to selflessness mm-hmm. you know which is where you really find it right mm-hmm. Um, it's the, vulnerable it's yeah it's beauty really so therefore it's everything <laughs> it's everything to us That's and beautiful. look and we're and we're immature yogis <laughs> we, we don't even know squat <laughs> and i mean that and and that's the, that's the really exciting thing because there's so much mm-hmm. to to learn there's so many ways to grow and and so it keeps this vitality yeah. and this excitement and anticipation. I think it's it's interesting, you know, my journey in, in yoga, I think it's been interesting to watch it. As I get older, I, I find myself backing off of my practice a little bit more. Not backing off of 
the, the amount of times that I practice, but my asana itself, my postures, and, and just trying not to go so big because I don't have to, you mm-hmm. know? And it feels so much better for my body. And it's like I've kind of learned, you know, early on is like I had to perfect this pose and that pose and this pose. And, and now I feel like, you know, I got that. Okay, I'm good. And, and, I, and I know what feels good in my body and I respect that. And so that to me is um, just kind of a maturity that I've noticed over the years. And, I, and I'm really grateful for it because, again, that practice is always there for me mm-hmm. no matter what my capability is that day. So. I never had to deal with that because I never really cared. I'm, I practice is sloppy and I'm okay with it's it. It's not sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> so what's the vision for YogaPod in the future? Hmm. Well, you know, we've, I think we've um, touched on some of those things, some of the key components of the vision, uh, and that is growth. We want to grow. And the reasons, and often people will say, well, why? Why do you want to grow? Well, the big thing that drives us is this whole passion secret thing. And we, we love enlivening the passion of people and, and helping them and leading them to understand, you know, their calling and, um, and compelling them to accomplish it. So we feel like we have the perfect vehicle and medium which to do that through, through Yoga Pod because we're so passionate about the business. What we've experienced and the fulfillment we've experienced being business owners and Yoga Pod owners in Boulder, it's so awesome that if we can share it, I mean, we feel selfish if we don't share it. So here's best practices, here's principles, here's concepts, here's um, offerings, um, here's yeah. tools, here's process that if you are passionate about it, you know, you'll mitigate a lot of risk and you'll find a tremendous amount of fulfillment. So we would love to see this happen for you, right? And so that fires us up. So that's why we want growth. And then ultimately, as people are finding their passion, turning their passion into their profession, they're blessing a lot of, blessing community and touching a lot of students and touching a lot of people with with this this amazing you know lifestyle yeah so we travel quite a bit so um when we go to other cities and other communities and and you know we just struggle to find a yoga class to attend and again it comes back to kind of us feeling so blessed by having our studio here in boulder and our amazing teachers but but we realize that that there's a need out there there's a need out there in every community and it doesn't matter if yoga is not even well known i mean in boulder it's so different because everybody you know knows about yoga and there's so many studios and there's communities where a lot of people don't know about yoga and those are the communities we want to get into those are the communities we want to touch and say here's this gift and we want those owner operators to have the fulfillment as jerry mentioned that we have having a studio and having this community come together mm. and just watching that love and that beauty just blossom yeah, and, and part of this vision for, for growth and vision of the future is 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 finding the underserved communities, the mm-hmm. underserved yoga communities. Mm-hmm. And they're generally tier two cities. We've had a lot of success in small towns where we are bringing the most um, apparent level or uh, concept of yoga and astounding. It's impactful. Astounding mm-hmm. response mm-hmm. And, and, and success, if you will. And, and, uh, and so that really fires us I mean, that fuels us. It's beautiful to see, you know, um, communities that have never practiced yoga before stepping into a yoga pod in a different city and it's changing their life mm-hmm. and hearing testimonials uh-huh. of how it's changing their life. And then they're going into teacher trainings and they're learning how to, because they just are so, they're so immersed in their practice all of a sudden. And, um, and those are the most, those are the most inspiring stories that we hear that we really, really love. So, mm-hmm. And that's that's one of the main main reasons why we we you know we want to grow and we want to have this this opportunity for so many people in so many communities. 
And what would be one nugget that you would leave our listeners with? One little golden nugget of wisdom as they carry forward on their, their yoga journey. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would just say, you know, be curious. Um, stay uh, always seeking. And, um, and allow your yoga practice to facilitate that. Yeah, and I would say don't give up. You know, stay true and be patient and, um, and let it evolve and be with it with, in whatever capacity it is on any given day. If your yoga practice seems frustrating on one day because you're injured or you're feeling tight or sore or old, <laughs> to stay with it and get back on because, that, again, I'm going to say it again, that yoga mat is always going to be a welcome home to you. So don't, don't disregard it. Mm. Well, thank you guys so mm-hmm. much for revealing Yoga Pod and the yoga within you two as you found each other and you found passion more and more through each day in your lives. We're so grateful. Thank, thank you, Alec. Alec. We're grateful too, man. We really appreciate you giving us the opportunity to share with you today. Yeah, thank Thanks you for the time. Really appreciate thank it. You. Namaste. 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 We hope that this episode of the Yoga Revealed podcast offered little gems of wisdom to further you on your path as an evolving yogi. Whether it be as a student or teacher of yoga, may you stay inspired by your passion. You can visit yogapodcommunity.com and find a yoga pod near you. By mentioning this podcast with Jerry and Nicole, the franchise founders, you can not only get your first class free, but also receive an amazing 10% off their Seva teacher training. Follow the link on the view description tab of this episode and find out how you can make the leap into Seva teacher training programs at the Yoga Pod. Study with quality teachers and dive deep into the beautiful service that is teaching yoga. Yoga Revealed just hit new and noteworthy on iTunes. Please leave us with a review on the podcast app. It makes a huge difference and we truly appreciate you being a part of this podcast community. This is Alec Rubin and it is an honor to share with you what fills our hearts up. Yoga, may you be blessed and have a beautiful rest of your day. Namaste, my friends. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.